Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, Supernatural fans. We're back with another incredible after show for Supernatural Season 11, Episode 18, Hell's Angel. We've got so much more coming to you right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I felt it important to come in with a little bit of Hell's Bells. Since we're talking about Hell's Angel tonight, what a crazy, crazy episode of Supernatural. It was amazing. I love these episodes that make the story just go so far. Oh, we have a great conversation to talk about today, all about Supernatural. I am Lindsay Wagner. You guys can find me on Twitter at Lindsay Wagner, and I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Katie Campbell. Hi, guys. You can find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. And if you guys are watching right now, we're going to try and keep up with the live chat mm-hmm. and the live feed. And if you want to tweet us or ask us any questions, make sure you're using that hashtag ABTV Supernatural and finding us on all things social media. Katie, all right, so I know you already said that you, you love episodes like this. Yeah. I do too. I feel like this episode was just packed with so much information. So much stuff. I love seeing Mark Pellegrino back too. Oh, he's so good. Do you have a favorite part of this episode? Oh, I don't know. There was so much going on. I literally, I, I loved all of it. I watched it live and the commercials were killing me. Just, I just kept wanting more <laughs> immediately. It was so good. The whole thing. Uh, Oscar Rendon uh, tweeted me. Uh, this morning, or last, I can't remember if it was last night or this morning, um, but had said, Lindsay, you're going to be really excited. There's something like that you're going to be super stoked about. And I had no idea what he was talking yeah. about. And then as I watched the uh, beginning of the episode and I see who's guest starring on the episode and I saw Ruth Connell and I was like, ah! Yeah, oh my so gosh. Very... I'm so glad to have her back because we need more of that Coven story. We wanted more. It just ended abruptly. It, it couldn't have been the end. I was really fearing this being the end. Yeah. Truly was fearing it for sure. And so this makes me so excited to, Mm -hmm. to have her back, um, to see what's going on with Mara, uh, to see what's been happening with Cassifer. There's so much to talk about. We opened up in, um, I actually had a question, uh, Lucifer versus the darkness. Um, who's worse? What's worse? I think we found out by watching this episode for sure. I think the darkness is more dangerous. Lucifer's pretty bad because you can't trust Lucifer. But the darkness, she's just, we don't really even know what exactly her plan is. Or, or you know, she wants to, destruction and then, but it's not necessarily destruction. It's, it's kind of revamping everything. But what does that mean? I feel like her intentions in her mind are good, but she's dangerous. She's dangerous and potentially unstoppable yeah that's i think the scariest part about it all Mm -hmm. um and well they were talking that maybe lucifer can beat the darkness using the super weapon which would be the hand of god but we're going to talk more about that later yeah they're actually in uh 
uh, Saudi Arabia. Crowley's there. Um, and he has a negotiation with this man, and I'm assuming this was like a hellhound situation. He mm-hmm. sold his soul, but he had something for him, and uh, this man wants this, like, scroll destroyed, um, but he's got the horn of Joshua, which was touched by God, mm-hmm. and uh, the man's about, he knows he's going to die soon, and it's going to be his time soon, and Crowley snaps his neck. I just felt like... I loved this scene because Crowley, you know, he's been getting such a beating, you know, physically of being the dog in hell for a little bit, but also kind of mentally with everybody talking, you know, saying things to him that he's not strong enough. He's supposed to be the king of hell. He's not standing up and he's not taking charge. And I think we needed to see that from Crowley. We needed him to be strong and to make these decisions and to not have any remorse about things he needed to snap his neck and why would this guy think it's a good idea to go to the king of hell and try to bargain his way out he's dying anyway he's going to die so his 10 years was coming up so he wanted to here i'll give you this um don't kill me and i could just die naturally but the horn of joshua i mean crowley could have just killed him and stolen it so Mm -hmm. what are you doing I mean, we knew something was, I think the point of that and what I actually loved was seeing the soldiers that were there with this guy who had to have been some sort of higher up person because Mm -hmm. he's got people watching over him and guarding him. Um, And well, that was one of the wishes that he got granted by selling a soul by selling a soul. So he's Crowley snaps the guy's neck. The soldier, one of the soldiers sees it. So as soon as Crowley steps out, all the soldiers are aimed at him. And I love, it just takes him a second to control every single person in that room and have them turn against each other and kill each other. I mean, it just shows Crowley's power that he's not backing down because you're right. We've seen him as a Mm -hmm. subservient person to Cassifer and not really being in charge. And this once again makes us go, okay, he does have power. He may not come out on top. He needed that little reminder from mm-hmm. people because we all he needs, needed that reminder. Yeah, and he needs to take charge again and, and try to get hell back under his possession eventually. Although there's a lot of turmoil right now with everybody hating him and trying to kill him. Do you think he's getting soft because he has a little baby now? Oh, <laughs> well, it's interesting because now his character's rough. Yeah, <laughs> I know this child is so cute. I can't handle I it. I know. Um, so. Um, Crowley actually calls Dean, saying that he can help him and that uh, the demons and Lucifer are looking for him. And I love that Crowley and the boys are working together. We knew this was going to happen. We knew there has to be some sort of team-up of all these powers coming together to figure out how to come up against Amara and the darkness. Yeah, but even in this team-up, it was amazing because Crowley didn't want to back down from what he wanted in this whole team up he wanted to put lucifer in a cage yeah and that was first and foremost and then we'll deal with the darkness and dean and sam had another plan but he wasn't going to back down and that's what we need from crowley right now this not backing down it was it was kind of woven through the entire episode and uh, i mean this was a this this next part was probably the surprise of the episode i guess i would say with um amara saying Getting healed, and I see the hand, and I know right away that that's Ruth's hand. Mm -hmm. Just, I mean, I think from meeting her a handful of times and stuff and knowing the way Supernatural goes, you had to assume that was going to be her hand. And apparently she's, Rowena's healing her and trying to bring back her strength. And But she says she doesn't feel any different. Um, And 
Rowena's helping because she wants Amara to win. She wants the darkness. Yeah, but it's interesting to win. Maybe. That, yeah, and it's interesting because you see the darkness kind of questioning, why do you want to help me? What's in it for you? And I don't know if she's necessarily believing Rowena when, you know, I'm here to serve you, Amara, basically. But what does she think she's going to get out of this? With Amara, you know, the destruction, but it's not necessarily destruction. It's reconstructing the whole whatever Amara wants to set up, you know, not what God set up, which is creation. Um, will there be creation or at least somewhat in her new world that Amara wants to plan? I mean, I don't know. We we don't necessarily know. But what does Rowena think? Where does she think she's going to fit in that if she doesn't even know Amara's plan? Exactly. And and we know how quickly everybody turns on everyone here. So can Rowena even really trust Amara? And she said, you know, Rowena says, well, I have my own issue with Lucifer. Um, and she's a survivor. She has a spell inside of her mm-hmm. that revived her. So my question is, is it even possible to kill Rowena? Yeah, is it an immortality spell? Is it an immortality spell or is it a certain, you know, like how you have to kill a vampire or a werewolf or specific monsters that we come across in Supernatural, a specific way? Well, with something like that too, it's kind of, it's dark magic when you have some kind of an immortality spell. So there has to be some kind of a consequence when she did, when that spell was put on her. Maybe it's, oh, you only have five lives or nine lives or whatever Mm -hmm. the situation is. Or maybe it's not that. Maybe she is immortal. We don't know. But it's interesting. It's fun to play with this idea. It, it's a new great idea that mm-hmm. the writers have written her in. And we obviously know how great Ruth is and love her as Rowena and being mm-hmm. Crowley's, <laughs> Fergus's mother. Uh, so I was obviously very excited to have her back. And, and Oscar, you were right. Um, so we have uh, Sam and Dean with Crowley. They're talking about Lucifer taking over and trying to kill Crowley. And they need to match the level of power that Amara possesses. And they think that using the hand of God, that will help. I mean, Sam admits that the horn of Joshua is from winning the Battle of Jericho. Um And they need to exercise Lucifer from Castiel's vessel and return him to the cage. This is what Crowley wants. He wants Lucifer back in the cage. Do you even think that's possible? Or do you think they're going to need Rowena's help and the Book of the Damned to be able to do that? And they right now at this point don't even know that she exists. Right. I think it's possible. I think, yeah, and now we learn later that Lucifer might not be able to be the one to kill Amara, I think they're going to want to do that more and put him away in the cage because he's just causing an even bigger problem. We've got a problem already. We don't need somebody else getting in the way. Although I love seeing the character Lucifer being portrayed by either Mark Pellegrino or Misha Mm -hmm. Collins because it's just, it's fun. His character is fun, but he's just causing a lot of problems, and I definitely think it's possible to put him back in the cage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we do see, uh, Cass says that, or Luce Cassifer says, uh, one of heaven's most wanted is possessed by heaven's most hated. And he literally, is it Joe Fiel? He like turns him, disintegrates him. And, uh, 
he admitted to the angels that the angels trying to smite the darkness clearly didn't work. So now he's up in heaven trying to rule heaven and get the angels on his side to team up against the darkness. Is that what he's trying to do? Is he trying to get the angels all to band together with him? Yeah, because he wants the darkness gone too. But I find it interesting too. He said the smiting didn't work. Okay, it didn't. Didn't even but, slow her down. But well, it did. It, she was hurt well, a little bit. So I'm wondering if Rowena wasn't there to help heal her, would she have been healed eventually? Is it like a slow process, or is she, you know, permanently hurt without Rowena's magic? I mean, it's been it's it's been weeks now at this point that she's been healing her. So if it's taken her that long. But, I mean, she came, and even if she's not at full power, kind of like looking back at episodes where Cass wasn't, didn't have his full grace, mm-hmm. and he wasn't as powerful as he could have been, she's not even at her full power, and she's already creating well, she, darkness. Right. But is she back now? Fully. I think at she might full, be completely Do you think healed. she's at full power? Mm-hmm. I think Rowena finally did it. Um, I mean, she said she didn't feel any different, but I mean, would but then you when feel she did that little she... blow up thing with the darkness kind of taking it, over it the world, it certainly looked like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we find out that you know, Cassifer admits that they need Lucifer, that God cast him out of heaven, and God said that Lucifer was the evil incarnate, and uh, he can try and lock away the darkness for good because apparently, him and God did this years ago and locked her away. I really think that Lucifer is kind of a psychopath a, li- a little bit. I mean, he's just he's crazy. But it's interesting in his mind, you know, he says a lot of things to the angels tonight. He talks about, well, creation did things like, you know, Hiroshima and, and 9-11 and all of these terrible things. Yes. And they get another chance. And he questions God's authority and he gets banished. So that's literally what he's thinking. He's thinking... God's terrible then if if he banishes me over that and he's not mad at but who's to say he's not mad at creation for those things <laughs> or is there part is part of that Lucifer's doing mm. is is this all part because evil is there and he's evil incarnate right so he's it's part of his doing so that he can use that to tell God exactly what he just told these angels mm-hmm. but he's really crazy Oh, he's a sociopath for sure. Yeah. Uh, so we've got Sam and Dean and Crowley, and uh, they need to put the horn in Lucifer's hands to set him loose on Amara. And then after Lucifer is exercised from Cass, they want to put him into a new vessel. Um, and Because Dean doesn't want to lose Cass. And Sam's like, obviously Cass's vessel is strong enough to hold Lucifer, and he's, like, survived all these other things, he wants him to stay in Cass. And it was, Sam's kind of respecting Cass's choice to allow him to use the vessel. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody kind of has some different plan at this point. And Crowley doesn't want to give them the horn, though, until Lucifer is in the cage. I mean, this is, it, it's crazy. They all want different things. I don't want to see Cass hurt, and I think Dean is probably being a little selfish in that way, but you're right. Cass agreed to this mm-hmm. for a reason because he thought this would help the greater good. Right. And I love Crowley Honor not backing wishes. down. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. So Rowena's healing Amara. She wants revenge on Lucifer and to work with Amara. Um, 
And, and she admits to Mara that she's someone that she can talk to and confide in. And it's literally like another mother figure. Yeah. But look at how quickly Rowena was over Fergus. I wonder if the same thing... I mean, I feel like Amara's way more powerful than Crowley is. You know, Rowena's a dangerous character because she jumps sides all the time. And she... You know, you never really know. I don't know if you can trust her word with that. She's, she's just wishy-washy. Yeah, because she's in this for herself and for surviving. She's a survivor, you know? So sometimes you just have to do what you have to do to survive. And I think right now she's believing that being on Amara's side, we see how powerful she is. She needs to hang out with Amara. But I think she's even scared of Amara. Oh, I think she's to- I think she's definitely afraid of Amara. Mm-hmm. And Crowley sitting there negotiating with the guys, and they were, you know, Sam and Dean are saying, you're not reasonable. He's like, I don't need to be reasonable. I'm the king of hell. He like, this is what I that. want. Mm-hmm. This is what I want, and this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, so Amara actually tests her powers. This is what we were talking about, where all of a sudden the lights flicker. This black smoke comes out. It totally reminded me of, like, Lost at the moment with, like, the smoke monster. Mm-hmm. Um, it also takes us back to the season finale last year. Yeah. And it, like, covering part of the world. And the darkness comes to heaven and to earth. And God doesn't care what's next for the angels. When she does this, are we going to get more Grombies? <laughs> Maybe. On earth. Probably not in heaven. Right. Right. But on earth. Because there was some kind of a storm happening. But, but we didn't see it touch down the way that it did in heaven. You know, right. like in heaven where it kind of, like, swept over everyone? Right. On earth, it was just basically up in the sky like this storm that's coming. Right. Which is a great, um, na- not narrative, that's the wrong word, but great, like, it shows them this is what's to come for you. Right. It's foresh- foreshadowing? Yeah, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. of the word. <laughs> Got it. Uh, it's foreshadowing for what's to come big for storm. everybody on earth. This big storm is brewing and coming, mm-hmm. and you guys better get it and stop it. Otherwise, the grombies are coming back. <laughs> and worse, and far worse. Much worse. Um, uh, so we have Rowena also using her powers to listen to Crowley, Dean, and Sam. And uh, she doesn't give Amara the information. She hides it. Did she, in that moment, think maybe they know what they're talking about? I think this just goes back to the fact that she doesn't know whose side to be on. She still wants to live and rule in her own way. And while I think the girl power thing between Amara and Rowena is fantastic, I love, like, a team-up with them. I think Rowena knows... Where her power is at its strongest. And it's not strongest with Amara. But she has the ability, I think, to control Crowley, Sam, and Dean. Right. So it's, you know, it's like somebody, a a boxer, choosing somebody that they know they can easily beat. Well, I know I can overtake you. Right. And then do what she wants, do Mm -hmm. her plan. Yeah. Yeah. I was liking, you know, the girl power thing as well, but I didn't want, I don't want Rowena with Amara because I just feel like we have to defeat the darkness at some point, whether it's at the end of the season or if the darkness, you know, crosses over into next season, we have to defeat it at some point. And if we're, if Rowena's on that team, she's going to be defeated as well. So I want her to be on our team, even if she's a little wishy-washy still, because I want her to stick around. I think it's really fun to play with having a witch around. Mm Mm-hmm. Regardless if you can trust her all the time or not. <laughs> you can't trust anyone, though. I mean, look how how often Crowley's tried to kill the boys or the boys have tried to kill Crowley. And, right. you know, they do end up 
continually to be working together, even though Crowley's this king of hell and this right. evil person as well. He still comes back and works with the brothers because he knows the darkness is more powerful. So what happens when they defeat the darkness to Crowley and Sam and Dean then admit and go, all right, you're on your own again. Like, we're yes. back to hating each other. And the same thing with Rowena. Once, like, her job is done, do they go back to, do her and Crowley go back to fighting or whatever it is? You know, you you just don't know. They keep They keep us guessing for all of these characters. Um, So then Rowena burns into the wall. She goes back from the dead, Fergus, reveals herself. She's obviously been in hiding. And Crowley admits that if they're going to do this and they're going to get Cassifer, Lucifer, there, they need to bait him and bait him with the horn. They just can't give it to him right away. I love that she doesn't say she was with Mara, too, because... No, she can't, can't play all her cards. Yeah. This was probably, this was one of my favorite parts of the episode, when the boys summoned Lucifer. Mm. And uh, he appears in the, like, trap. Let me just say how incredibly hot Misha Collins looked at that moment. That little smug smile on his face. It totally explains why I go for douchebags. Because I have <laughs> this thing. Because I have this thing for guys that are probably going to be a jerk. And Lucifer is going to do it. But he just is so attractive. All powerful. I, I, I don't know. I was super excited. It got my, it got my blood pumping. <laughs> um, and uh, Lucifer knows he says that he can take out uh, Amara using the horn of Joshua. Because he sees it. Um, he thinks that they summoned him to team up with him. Mm-hmm. But little do they know, the boys are trying to get cast to basically get rid of Lucifer to uh, um, kick out Lucifer. Lucifer's too powerful, this. Even with them using the spell and Rowena kind of hiding. And I know you said somebody had made a comment about not knowing if they thought like Rowena was kind of annoying like Metatron. I can understand your perspective on that because here she is coming into power, but then she's cowering. Mm-hmm. She's hiding. And if uh, Well, I would be hiding too, I think, because he just because snapped of my Lucifer. neck. Yes. You know, so I I get where she's coming from. And she can't even really trust the but boys she's playing and all sides. Right. She's playing Amara. She's playing Crowley. She's playing Lucifer. She's playing the boys. It's going to be way too much to keep up with, and that might prove bad for her. Maybe not fatal, because she's got this spell that's making her immortal right now, but I think she's going to get herself into some trouble if she tries to play all the sides like this. At some point, somebody's going to go, you choose. Right. You decide. You're either with me or you're not. But Cat or Lucifer didn't see her at all, right? He turned the corner and she was hiding. Is that I right? I think he sensed her presence okay. at the end, right okay. when Amara came in. Yeah, um, but when she said she was tracking somebody, she didn't say Rowena, and he turned around and she was not hiding. there. I think he knows. Okay. I don't know for sure, but I have a well, feeling. What do you that guys he's... think? What do you guys think? Yeah. Do you think that he knew that Rowena was there and, and I was alive? I'm really curious about that. Uh, so we get um, Crowley 
literally expels his soul from him and goes into Lucifer as the spell begins to fail. He sees Cass, who's in Sam and Dean's kitchen, and he he says he goes there to pass the time. That this is just what he does. There's good reception. It's amazing, though, um, what is in Cass's head. He's waiting for this battle um, with the darkness, and Dean wants Cass to expel Lucifer, but Lucifer isn't going anywhere, and neither is Crowley. And um, the next thing you know, we see Help Me burned into Crowley's forehead. I mean, Mark Pellegrino coming back. It's You know what I think is really, really neat is seeing Misha playing um, Lucifer. Yeah. And then you get to see Lucifer and you get to see Cass. And yeah. it's like this hybrid of amazingness all in one. Yeah. I love it. Cass doesn't... He wants Lucifer... To take over his vessel. He doesn't want to come out right now. But does he know all the things that Lucifer's doing? I I mean, he asks Crowley, he goes, was that Dean talking to me? So I don't think he's fully aware of everything going on. I, I think he's kind of just letting Lucifer do what he needs to do. And he's not listening to the boys because he chose to be there. As Sam said, this is what he chose. Mm -hmm. This is what he wants. We have to let him do it. Even as much as we don't want that, and we're all being selfish saying we want Cass back, but maybe this is what needs to happen, and this makes Cassifer even stronger. But it's totally not what needs to happen, and now Cass needs to know this information, that Lucifer can't kill Amaro with the hand of God. Nope, he can't. There's a huge fight between Lucifer and Crowley, um, and someone else commented in here saying that they loved the line, you're going to break something. When Cass says that to the Lucifer and Crowley fighting. Um, Sam is doing a spell to exercise Crowley and Cass. Um, Lucifer's hold on Cass is too strong. He takes the horn. This is where it, like, was crazy. And he starts to actually kind of, like, push the boys down. I think he's ready to kill them at this point. He's ready to kill them. He's, He's like, I'm over you two. He's done playing games with them. That connection with Sam, he's done. And the darkness, Amara, comes in and she stops him and saves their lives again, which I think is that bond between her and Dean. This is why Dean doesn't know whether to kill her or not because she keeps saving his life. I knew she was coming. She has to save Dean. But I found it interesting, too, that she tracked Rowena to the spot. She said that's how she Mm -hmm. got to this point. But I think maybe a little bit of that. But it also is probably Dean Mm -hmm. being hurt, pulling her towards that direction. But how is Rowena going to hide from her if she could track her down so easily? She can't. Maybe like a cloaking spell? Can you even do that against Amara? And and Amara is certainly not going to be okay with this. So Yeah. uh, she does stop Lucifer from killing the boys, and Lucifer uses the horn of Joshua on her, but even that, the hand of God touching this and his powers, can't stop her. Because it has to be one of God's chosen ones. That's who, not Lucifer. Who who do you think is God's chosen one? I don't know. I think it's Dean. It has to be Dean, Dean because he has this connection and he has to come like overcome it to kill the darkness. It has to be a David and Goliath situation where Dean is going to have to go up against the person that he loves and do this for the good of mankind. I'm starting to get frustrated that we haven't seen God yet because 
with all of this stuff going on, God has to come in and argue his side. Not yet. I need him. We all need him. But this buildup is is what supernatural is all about. And I agree. We need to see God. And this is why I think it's great. Yeah. Because she brings Lucifer over to her, over to her, sets Sam and Dean free, and then disappears with Lucifer. You know, Rowena runs off, Crowley too. Um, we'll come back to Amara. Typical. Typical. Sam and Dean are questioning what Rowena was actually doing with Amara and saying that even with Lucifer being an archangel and God's power, it doesn't trump God's sister. And a God-powered item needs to be used by God's chosen. So they need to find another hand of God somewhere. Um, And they don't want to get in the way when someone has made a choice the other doesn't agree with. So... Sam agrees that they just need to let Cass do this. This is what Cass wants. But then Dean says, let's go save him. I like the moment right there with the boys in the Mm -hmm. bunker that they were agreeing on, you know, we're not going to always agree on everything. So we just have to learn to accept that we're not going to agree. And then Dean said, yes. So we're going to go with basically what ended up happening, which Cass is still letting Lucifer you know, use his use. vessel. Mm-hmm. But then at the very end, Dean said, let's go get him out of there. So did you not just agree with Sam? What's happening? I feel like, I mean, they couldn't, they couldn't, they tried with Rowena's help to get Cass for a moment to realize what he's doing in Lucifer. And I, I think Lucifer's too powerful at this point. I don't think they're going to be able to expel him. I think, I think it's going to have to be something together that they're working on, Lucifer and Cass. And until Lucifer gets what he wants, he's not... Right. Well, I think Cass needs to put up a fight because I don't think that's what... He's not doing that right he's now. He's not. No, he's too busy hanging out in the kitchen watching TV and, and passing time. I think time. regardless of what everybody's doing on the outside to get Lucifer out of the vessel... I, Cass has to be a part. He's a key part in it that he wants to get out. And he should have been listening to Crowley when Crowley was talking to him in there, but he's not. He's not. I wish he would have listened to Crowley because obviously Crowley going in there into, you know, Cass's vessel and Lucifer's basically mind, you'd think that he would realize this is important. You've got to sit down and actually listen to what's going on, but he's just not. Um, um Market Maine McIntyre says, how about Sam and Dean look for five, then use all five instead of getting one and using it at a time, speaking about the hands of God. Mm. Can you use more than one? Is it too powerful to use more I than mean, one? I mean, I don't think anything's going to be too powerful up against Mara. So or can we have all three of them line up and Sam, use them? Dean, and... Crowley, maybe? And Crowley, or... And Rowena. Or, or even if it is Cass or Lucifer at that point then, because the two chosen ones unless it's going to have to be something that God comes down and says which so we have Amara and Calcifer Lucifer's making a deal he has an axe with God she's not sure she can trust him again God and Lucifer sealed her away for eons but she might be able to use him um, Why? as God's first son he might be the favorite and that might be enough for God to reveal himself, which I hope is the foreshadowing that does bring God out and we do get to see God. Has she been away for too long, though, that she thinks that he's his favorite? 
I think he was her, his favorite at one time. Right. But I mean, not things anymore. change. Absolutely. So she has to realize that too. And But Lucifer trying to make a deal with her. It's just, he makes a deal with everybody. I have an axe to grind with who you're mad at. Mm-hmm. I have an axe to grind with who you're mad at. Of course. Everybody. Everyone. They, they, they all have issues with, with everyone there. She wants to confront God so that he acknowledges the wrongdoing that he has done to her. Um, and uh, before it's all swept away. Lucifer thinks God is gone. Right? He thinks God is just completely gone. And the next thing we see is Amara doing something to Lucifer. Is she killing him? Is he torturing him? Is she reading Castiel from his body? But all we see is light. She's torturing him. She's torturing him. She's torturing him to bring God out. To save him. Mm -hmm. But is God really going to be, go for something like this? It's a trap. Yeah. It feels like a trap. I don't know. Do you think God would come out? Well, it's, what is this, episode 18, so there are five more. I want God to come out, but is it something that you think might be held until, like, the finale or the episode before the finale? Well, I see a lot of you are writing, there, you guys don't want any more filler episodes, and it looks like next week's definitely going to be a... technically a filler episode. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think at this point, you really want to be seeing what's going on with Sam and Dean and this whole cast of her thing in the darkness. We want to know what's happening. I mean, it makes episodes like this one so exciting to watch because mm-hmm. we're actually getting somewhere. And I loved last week's episode. I felt like there was so much action and so much emotion in it. It was great. Mm-hmm. But then when they do the, as Travis used to say, if you guys watched when Travis was on the panel a couple years ago, he goes, it's the monster of the week episode. And he hated it. Really? Because he's like, it's just another monster that they have to defeat, and it's stopping the storyline from moving forward but, and progressing. But somehow, in all the Monster of the Week episodes, they do plant little things that have to do with the big storyline Yes, in it. But I also think that a lot of these Monster of the Weeks are very entertaining, and they're fun to watch. Some more than others. Right. Like, I, I loved I loved last week's episode. I thought the episode the week before was a little bit, like, dull. Mm-hmm. But now, on top of it all being this kind of filler episode. We have to wait two weeks to see it. Ugh. It's torture. They have to Is stop. it torture for you guys? It's torture for me. <laughs> I saw somebody in here a while ago in the chat say that they have to wait two weeks. It's brutal. I like, yeah, Monster of the Week, yeah. See? I, th- I think we're, this is the last little break that we're going to be taking, though. I, I Yeah, I think so, unless they do one more break before the finale or something, but I, I, I hope that that's the case. April 27th will be the next um, episode. It looks like they're going to be talking about chitters who are aliens with green eyes that are attacking people and the boys are going to be fighting these guys. They look a little bit like zombies too mm-hmm. though. Just a different, they glow a different color. Yeah. Uh, do you have any predictions maybe not for next week but for what's to come in the next couple weeks? You said you think that Amara is torturing Lucifer uh, to get God to show himself. Do you think we're going to get God before the finale? You know what? Maybe like the episode before. Mm-hmm. But I do think, I don't know, I I think Crowley and the boys, everybody's going to need to kill Amara, but I think Dean might be the one that has to actually do the final killing, maybe with the hand of God. I mean, you have to be a chosen one. So is that an archangel? 
do we have to bring out Michael? I know they said that Michael was just losing it, or Lucifer said that, but you can't trust Lucifer's word. So maybe Michael can be brought back out. I don't know. Or is it an archangel, or can it be Dean or Sam? I think Dean or Sam are the chosen ones as... um, Who's the guy that they're saying is going to be God? Chuck. Chuck. As Chuck has said, I mean, they technically are the chosen ones. And maybe, and maybe it's not just Dean. Maybe it is Sam. Maybe the, the two of them need to work together. I still think there's going to be some sort of major sacrifice. I agree. I don't think we're going to have to wait till the finale to meet God. I, I do feel like we're going to find out who God is uh, before the end of a season. I think you're right, Katie. I think yeah. it's totally going to be the episode before the final. So whether it's... Are there only 22 episodes or over 23? 20. I thought it said there were four more episodes left. So 19, 20, 21, 22. I no, I think were, there's 23. Is there? Okay. It's it's going to be that, that second to last episode where we're going to get to see God, and then it's going to be that final episode where it's going to be some sort of takedown or negotiation um, to thrust us into uh, season 12. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for the rest of the season. I hate breaks, but two weeks will go by fast, and we will... Well. Let's hope for all you guys that this next episode on April 27th is the last filler episode and that we get pure storyline and plot for what's going to happen with the darkness till then. Even if it's just an episode about Rowena or something like that, as long as it's not an extra monster that we have to worry about. And I agree. I liked the invisible episode too with the invisible friends. I thought that was a great episode. Um, I did too because I had an imagination. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not saying that I hate... The, the monster of the week, not at all. It's just that when you get to something that's this exciting, you want to get, it's like, get there faster. We're going to get more than just one more of those, but I like them. Yeah, we will. Uh, all right, you guys. Thank you so much for joining in on the live chat. Tweet us anything you want using that hashtag ABTV Supernatural. Katie, where can they find you while we're on this little two-week break and hiatus? Yeah, two weeks off, so that's three-week break. Right, Three week, two, two weeks, weeks off. Yeah, off. Yeah, but you guys can tweet me during that time on Twitter at Katie E Campbell with Katie with three E's Campbell, Instagram at Katie Campbell thirteen, and YouTube.com slash Katie Campbell online. And I also do the Vampire Diaries and the Originals after shows, so you should guys should check those out. Having trouble speaking. <laughs> <laughs> this is Lindsay here. You guys can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lindsay Wagner. That's L Y N D S E Y. W-E-G-N-E-R, or my blog, lindsaywagner.blogspot.com. We just started our Real Housewives of New York after show, which airs live at 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Uh, I will be here for the next couple weeks for that, so we'll be missing each other for Supernatural. I'll be around, and Katie will be around doing her shows, too. Tweet us, let us know what you guys think, and we'll see you in two, three weeks. Yeah. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 